Sit comfortably, relax the body and calm your mind. Today is the last day and we will leave the center after practicing Vipassana for 10 days. Faith in Buddha's teaching brought you here, so you could study Dhamma and practice to achieve our goal in life, which is liberation from suffering. Most people are always lost in and attached to sensual pleasure, sights, sounds, smells, tastes and tactile sensations, which cause us to experience satisfaction and dissatisfaction with the world. Because of this, craving controls the mind to perform actions and accumulate the consequences of the actions, cycling in the whirlpool of samsara. We inevitably receive the consequences of our actions after the action has been performed, and because ignorance causes us to attach and cling to wholesomeness, unwholesomeness and deep absorption concentration jhana, until the mind becomes empty, we are reborn in one of the 31 realms of existence, like the world in which we are now. Our mind is constantly cycling through the three mental aggregates, feeling, perception, and formation. Attachment to this process is becoming, the cause of rebirth in one of the 31 realms in the future. Wherever we're reborn, we may be happy or suffer as we pay back for our past actions. When our mindfulness is absent and we cling to delusion at the moment of death, we may be reborn in the animal realm, not understanding that we're paying back our bad karma. People go to the zoo and enjoy looking at the animals, not understanding that the animals are paying back their bad karma. In the animal realm we must fight for survival, the strongest and fittest will triumph and the weakest will be food. Animals are only concerned with food, sex and sleep. They cannot perform wholesome actions to make their lives better and free from suffering, and will be reborn into one of the four woeful realms, the realm of hungry ghosts, animals, or titans, warrior demons, and the hell realm. In whatever realm you're born, it's a trap or jail in samsara, where we are controlled by ignorance. Ignorance causes the mind to attach to sense objects, and sensual pleasure then causes us to feel pleasure or displeasure with the sense object. Perception of sense objects can cause the three poisons, greed, aversion and ignorance, and the three mental aggregates to arise and cause our rebirth in one of the eleven sensual realms. 1. The human realm. 2. The six heaven realms. 3. The realm of hungry ghosts. 4. The animal realm. 5. The titan realm. 6. The hell realm, but because of learning and practicing Dhamma and understanding action and its consequences, whenever contact causes the three mental aggregates to arise, we can objectively observe from the base with wisdom and see the three marks of existence then the mind will no longer become attached to the objects of perception and wisdom will abandon the cause of rebirth in the eleven sensual realms. Some people like to sit in deep absorption concentration until they enter the material and immaterial jhana and become attached to this state. This will cause rebirth into one of the sixteen material Brahman realms and four immaterial Brahman realms. But practicing Vipassana insight meditation causes our mind to become wiser and see and understand the cause and effect of our actions, and wisdom will guide us to the right path, the Eightfold Noble Path, 
to prevent our rebirth in any of the 31 realms of existence. Based on relatively good karma from the past, ignorance causes us to be reborn in the human realm, where we can meet Buddha's teaching, follow and practice it. Even though Buddha passed away long ago, his teaching is still shining and showing the way for us to be free from suffering. The good karma from the past causes us to have faith and belief in his teaching, become interested in joining the retreat, and practicing his teaching. The fact that Buddha's Dhamma exists in this human realm and is available to us, is an extremely rare opportunity in samsara, and should not be wasted. Even those who were reborn in the human or one of the other 31 realms during Buddha's lifetime may not have heard of the teaching and so were unable to practice and walk the path, so we have a wonderful opportunity now, but you have to walk the path by yourself to experience liberation at the end of the path. Following the path of belief, without wisdom, praying and beseeching God to help us and bring us happiness will not lead us to liberation from suffering. When we're reborn as a human being we need to practice the five precepts in order to prevent the three poisons from controlling our mind to perform unwholesome actions through speech, body and thought. There are two ways of performing action. Performing wholesome deeds, causing rebirth in one of the six heaven realms. Performing unwholesome deeds, causing rebirth in one of the woeful realms. Understanding the causes and effects of our actions will prevent us from breaking the five precepts. For example, if you habitually perform unwholesome actions with anger, especially at the time of death, you will be reborn in one of the hell realms, where there are eight levels of punishment, each one containing many kinds of punishment, for a total of 547 types of punishment. We can then see that the only possible path to avoid suffering in hell is to practice the five precepts and vipassana insight meditation in our daily life to avoid this fate. Remember that when we are reborn, we accumulate actions and the consequences of our actions, which become self and habitual. If we were reborn in the human realm after a life in the animal realm, our character and actions would be based on the actions and consequences of our animal life. We might be deluded, aggressive, angry, greedy, self-possessed and care nothing for others. If we habitually perform good deeds and wholesome actions we will be reborn in a heaven realm, which is beautiful and pleasurable. Men will eternally be 20 years old and women eternally 16 years of age. There is no change or decay in heaven before death, but beings accumulate the consequences of their attachment to sensual pleasure and the accompanying greed. At the end of their life, the last mind, the body and all of their possessions will suddenly begin to decay and fall apart, and they will despair and the three poisons will arise in the last mind. Attachment to the three poisons will then cause rebirth in one of the woeful realms. There is another group of people that doesn't enjoy sensual pleasures but does enjoy sitting and focusing on one object until the mind enters deep absorption meditation or jhana. There are eight jhana stages. 1. Applied thought, focusing on one object until the mind is 80% concentrated on the object without caring about external objects. This state is cultivated to allow concentration to arise. 
If the mind is attached to applied thought at the last moment of this life, you will be reborn in one of three Braham realms. 2. Sustained thought and rapture, continuing from the first jhana with concentration until rapture arises. If the mind is attached to rapture at the last moment of this life, you will be reborn in one of three Brahman realms. 3. Happiness, continuing from the second jhana, happiness arises in the mind. If the mind is attached to happiness at the last moment of this life, you will be reborn in one of three Brahman realms. 4. One-pointedness, continuing from the third jhana, one-pointedness arises in the mind. If the mind is attached to one-pointedness at the last moment of this life, you will be reborn in one of three subdivisions of one Braham realm. These subdivisions are a. For normal people who enter the fourth jhana with one-pointedness. b. For people who suppress and cause the mind and three mental aggregates to disappear. Only the aggregate of form is present in this state. c. For those who enter the fourth jhana and are in one of the five realms of the state of the non-returner, the third stage of enlightenment. 5. Immaterial jhana, continuing from the fourth jhana, the meditator can abandon material form and the mind enters infinite space. If the mind is attached to infinite space at the last moment of this life, you will be reborn in the infinite space realm in which a person's lifetime is equivalent to 20,000 lifetimes of the universe. 6. Infinite Consciousness, continuing from the fifth jhana, infinite consciousness arises in the mind. If the mind is attached to infinite consciousness at the last moment of this life, you will be reborn in the infinite consciousness realm, in which a person's lifetime is equivalent to 40,000 lifetimes of the universe. 7. Nothingness, continuing from the sixth jhana, nothingness arises in the mind. If the mind is attached to nothingness at the last moment of this life, you will be reborn in the nothingness realm, in which a person's lifetime is equivalent to 60,000 lifetimes of the universe. 8. Neither perception nor non-perception, continuing from the seventh jhana, neither perception nor non-perception arises in the mind. If the mind is attached to neither perception nor non-perception at the last moment of this life, you will be reborn in the neither perception nor non-perception realm, in which a person's lifetime is equivalent to 84,000 lifetimes of the universe. When one is reborn in the Brahman realm because of deep absorption concentration or jhana, we still suffer because there is still old age and death. Although the lifetime in this realm is extremely long and beings cling to serenity, happiness and tranquility, and perform actions because of craving and clinging and reap the consequences of their actions, causing rebirth again and again. Because beings are in this realm for such a long time, they miss the opportunity to hear Dhamma and walk the path. Usually, when beings in the Brahman realm die, they will first be reborn in the heaven realm, and most will then be reborn in one of the woeful realms repeatedly, where they remain for a very long time, until they are reborn as a human being. Rebirth in any of the 31 realms is dangerous because suffering is arising and passing away in all the realms, and we will have to die, no matter which realm we are in. 
Most people want to be reborn in the heaven realm, but beings in the heaven realm want to be reborn in the human realm, to be able to practice Dhamma and be free from suffering, death, and rebirth in samsara. Even if we're born in a happy realm, we can be reborn in any of the woeful realms, on and on. The only way to escape from this cycle of suffering is to practice vipassana insight meditation. Rebirth in the human realm when Buddha's Dhamma is available is the best possible outcome. We then have a chance to learn about the mind's function, dependent origination, and the Four Noble Truths. Buddha's Dhamma guides us to be mindful and to develop wisdom, like a key to open the door to escape suffering. But even if you have the key, if you don't walk the path, practice, you won't reach the goal. The 31 realms of existence we have been talking about are the trap which keeps us lost in samsara. We have all already been reborn in each of these realms, and because we're attached to the habits and behaviors that we practiced in those realms, sometimes we act with wholesomeness and sometimes with unwholesomeness. Or we prefer to enjoy inner peace and concentration without socializing. In this life we have a chance to hear Dhamma and walk the path to free us from rebirth in one of the 31 realms of samsara. During the retreat we have learned about dependent origination, action and the consequence of action, the last mind which causes us to be reborn in one of the 31 realms of suffering, and right mindfulness, right concentration and wisdom. We also learned about the four noble truths, which lead us to be free from suffering. When we know how to practice, we must cultivate the ten perfections to perfect the mind in order to complete our task, liberation from suffering, learning and understanding with right view, understanding the eightfold noble path, what is suffering? What is the cause of suffering? What is the cessation of suffering? What is the path to the cessation of suffering? Will guide us on the right path to achieve our goal, which is enlightenment. To become free from samsara, in the present moment and also when we are dying and being reborn, we need to train our mind to be of a higher quality which begins with practicing morality and the precepts. Practicing the precepts will cause the mind to become calm and no longer bothered by sorrow and regret and mindfulness will increase. Then we can purify the mind by overcoming the five hindrances, and once this is accomplished, nor mind, or right concentration arises and the mind becomes stable, objectively observes, and watches impartially from the base. The knower mind has the required quality to enter vipassana insight meditation. This mind is calm, soft, quick, light and suitable for vipassana, and can see the true nature of body and mind, just the way they really are. Each time we practice and see the three marks of existence of phenomena, the mind's energy will be depleted, and it will become exhausted and no longer stable. At this time, we can practice samadha to recharge the mind until we are able to practice vipassana once again. Vipassana and samadha meditation are a pair, like the right and left leg, which support each other. Remember we practice samadha for support and not for enjoyment or clinging to it. When we enter vipassana, the mind will be able to see the three marks of existence, the door that leads to freedom from suffering, more often. The three marks of existence are 
1. Impermanence, things that arise and disappear, wasn't here before but now it is, used to be here but now it's gone. 2. Suffering, things that arise, stay for a while and torment the mind, and things that are unsustainable, like happiness, and deteriorate. 3. No self, things that arise by their own cause, not because a self, a person, the weather, etc., caused it, and that can't be controlled. Whatever arises and passes away is no self, just phenomena. When we see the body and mind with wisdom, we can see one or more of the three marks of existence. The more you see the three marks of existence, the more you will truly understand the true nature of the body and mind. For example, when you're at the base and good or bad thoughts arise, the mind can see impermanence as the thoughts arise and pass away, suffering as they torment the mind, and no self as we see that thoughts arise and disappear by themselves and can't be controlled. Seeing this clearly prevents craving and clinging, the cause of suffering, from arising and causing action which would break the precepts. When we clearly understand the mind and body with wisdom, the mind will become equanimous to phenomena and each time contact causes it to think, it will see the three marks of existence. This will cause wisdom to guide our actions in daily life, and we will see our mind's quality improving. We can find happiness within, without searching outside. Vipassana can give immediate results, we don't have to wait for a long time if we walk the right path. In contrast, if you get angry and attached to self when practicing Vipassana, you will act out whatever you think, without mindfulness and wisdom. This is because these people are trying to overfocus and control the mind to be calm and always concentrated on one object, the base. Then, when they come out from meditation, they want to control the objects, people and situations, to be as they want them to be, causing them to be attached to their emotions and act without mindfulness and wisdom. We evaluate our meditation progress by observing our defilements and ego, or self, and our attachment to them. We need the courage to release our defilements and drop our attachments to be free from suffering. The Eightfold Noble Path is the key for us to open the door to enlightenment. If we have cultivated the Eightfold Noble Path, we will have the tools needed to protect us when crises or problems arise. Because suffering, sorrow, lamentation, pain, grief and despair, encountering people or things that we don't like, separating from those we love, not getting what we want and finally getting old, sick and dying, is inevitably waiting for us in the future we need to train and cultivate the mind to prepare for it. We must be prepared to die before death comes. Someday we may find ourselves in a wheelchair or lying in a bed for the rest of our life and we will suffer because of our attachment to our previous, healthy state and our attachment to the current suffering. Please be mindful and prepare for the inevitable, not like those who can't swim and then finds themselves thrown into the water. If we miss this opportunity now, we won't be able to call it back when we need it. Stay mindful with wisdom in the present moment until the mind becomes free from suffering and you realize that you're free. Then there will be no more becoming and rebirth and no more tasks to be done, and you will be free from suffering in the present moment and in samsara. 
Thank you for listening to this Dhamma talk. I hope you will keep practicing and following the path, and may the Buddha, Dhamma and Sangha protect you as you walk the path to liberation. Sadhu, Sadhu, Sadhu. Tricycle Insight Meditation Center. Plant City, Florida.